Thanks for checking out and subscribing to the Bro Talk Live podcast. Now, if you're interested in advertising on the show, hit us up on our Contact Us page on brotalklive.com. If you like the show, leave us a rating on iTunes or the Google Play Store. But most of all, enjoy the show. We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're colored. Give me a Tonight's show, uh, we're talking Usher, Quantesia Sharpton. We're going to be talking Colin Kaepernick, Little Boozy, Future, and Charlemagne the God. This is Bro Talk Live. My name is Jason. Let's kick it over to my main man, Dex. What up, bro? Dex the one here, reporting live for duty. Super, no, wait. Dexter Stucky here, reporting live for duty. Oh. Super excited to be here. <laughs> I have to switch it up. Uh, Dex, do we have a special guest? We do. Um, I was going to let Ty introduce himself first, but you know what? Let's just skip right to our special guest. Like, ladies and gentlemen, we have a, a, a big guest. I'm super excited to have him here today. Very hard to get on this man's schedule. This is a poet. He's a poet. He's the creator of Humble Genius, and he's the busiest man in Philadelphia. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre Wise. Yeah. So, just really quickly, just tell everyone um, what Humble Genius is. All right, so uh, Humble Genius is two-pronged. Uh, it's something that I use as a business to help brands tell their story, whether it be visually, uh, verbally, voiceovers, things like that. And then also as a platform to build content for people who are looking for uh, a way to get something done. Uh, a lot of what we do, we don't show the process of it. So for innovators and creators of our generation, just try to give them a blueprint to follow if they got a dream. Oh, that's a really good, really good thing. Is that a good concept? Uh, <laughs> right, that's a really interesting content. Um, how long have you been doing this? Like 2014, I've been playing around with the concept. I'd say about eight months ago, I finally sunk my teeth into some solid business model. That's what's up. What's the hardest thing that you've um, that you've had to go through? I guess with this whole process of getting it up and running. Like, is it like the money? Because you know, money controls pretty much everything around here. I say self discipline. Like, money is money is really like. It's an up and down thing. Like what, the one thing I know is that I've met a bunch of businessmen who were millionaires, been millionaires. Like everybody's broke, no matter what. So broke is always going to be in your vocab. So money, I don't necessarily think about as much. Um, I feel like if I'm broke, like it's for a good reason. If I'm not, then it like it's right after a come up. I would say being able to wake up in the morning and do what you're supposed to do when you don't have a boss. That's tough. That's the toughest thing I have to do. That's the toughest thing. That's like so a goal good. for me <laughs> to wake up and not. And, have and a it's, it's a goal. I think it's a goal for everybody, but you take for granted the lack of pressure. Oh, there's true. pressure, true. but it's the pressure you give yourself. So it's like if you don't have a boss and there's no pressure, it's like I could not do it. Nobody's going to yell. I'll just have to start over again tomorrow. To and if you don't care enough, it's easy to slide to that next day. Um, so my, my biggest hurdle as of late and throughout the whole process has really been just like here, the brain, like trying to get right. That's what's up. Well, um, we wish you the best of luck. What can people do to help you out um, with anything that you're doing? Definitely subscribe to the podcast, um, Humble Voices on, uh, it's on iTunes. And also if you hit the link in my bio, there's also, we have it up on the, on the website as well. So just supporting the podcast really right now. Um, I don't really like to, I'm not a seller of things. I just really like to ask people to just like hear me out. If you got passion and I got passion, like let's figure out how we can work it together um, and just go from there. That's dope. When does the podcast, when the new episodes of your podcast come out? Typically, new episode of the podcast will be up this coming week on Wednesday. Uh, I'll be recording for the remainder of the week and then it'll go back up next week. But we have two episodes that are up and some other content, so it's definitely dope. All right, cool, man. Well, thanks for joining us, Um, Ty. What up, bro? Hey, sorry, I was. I'm back. (laughs) I <laughs> know what, what happened. You like you just dropped out. It's just like um, I have to do the show on Safari, and if not, it like shuts me out. I forgot. Yeah. Oh, uh, you doing pretty you were good. Doing some last minute wedding prep or something yeah. like that, and you were like, "They're gonna have to wait until I get this part done." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm here. So, how is the wedding planning going? I mean, it's it's all going down this weekend. If you haven't been, if you don't got an invite, you can show up anyway. I mean, it's kind of right, like, like an open city type of affair. The only so, thing that's um, gonna happen is Ty just gotta pay for your meal. Let him know what you want to eat. Yeah, 
You know, we'll come yeah, through. We're going to have police escorts and all that other stuff. Yeah, escorting people off premises on Blunder. <laughs> well, Ty, um, we do uh, wish you the best. Um, if some for some reason you die before the end of this show and we can't what? say. Um, I was wondering why you were going until that, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just curved it around. <laughs> You're the one flying in the town. It's your death we're worried about. I'm flying in tomorrow morning, too. So, yeah. I'm doing all this. Uh, I'm giving the show to you guys while I should be planning my vacation. I'm so um, you're going to Philadelphia. There's no vacation in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bull Talk Live, we're right on the mark. All right. Um, let's, let's start it off with a topic that we talked about for the last week or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had a topic where we said, who would you want to hear from the most? Usher, R. Kelly, or Kevin Hart? because they had all been involved in some type of scandal. Mm-hmm. Um, so a couple of those people have spoken out. Kevin Hart spoke out, said it wasn't him. We can actually see now in the video that he wasn't doing anything crazy. Um, R. Kelly still hasn't spoken out. That's probably because he can't read and he couldn't see actually what was written about him. Um, but someone uh, who we are still waiting to hear from is Usher. Um, and we haven't still heard from Usher, but we heard from one of his accusers. Uh, celebrity lawyer Lisa Bloom announced that a lawsuit on behalf of three clients uh, who say they had sexual contact with Usher. One of the clients name is Quanticia Sharpton. Um, no relation to Al. Uh, she said she met Usher at a concert for her 19th birthday um, and they had sexual intercourse. She says that she's tested negative for herpes, but that she would not have consented to sex with an infected partner, thusly still suing Usher. She said, quote, I would not have taken a risk of getting an incurable disease. My health is very important to me. Um, Quantizia said, I'm, I'm sure I'm pronouncing this wrong. Quantizia, Quantizia. Your mom pronounced it. It's probably uh, <laughs> Tizia. Probably Tizia. Quantizia. Okay, Quantizia uh, says that she met Usher at one of his concerts on her birthday after being selected out the crowd by security, uh, who were instructed to select her by Usher allegedly. Uh, she claims to have had unprotected sex. Um, but he did not reveal he had herpes. It is illegal in many states across the country to not tell a partner if you have an STD or STI. Um, that was the statement she gave at her little press conference that she had. And a lot of people started hearing things about Quantesia, um, including the Fameless. And if you don't know what Fameless is, they uh, are in the business of exposing people. Uh, especially if you're some type of celebrity and you have something to hide. Um, This young lady has not reached celebrity status as of yet, but they nonetheless uh, had the opportunity and took it to expose this young woman. This is their caption on this post. The girl Quantasia Sharpton, a.k.a. Angel Valentino, that's her social media handles for some reason, um, she lied on Usher. I can confirm that she never went back to the room with him, let alone spent alone time with them. The truth is, this girl is very delusional and she's known for being a liar. Her story about it being her B-Day is a lie. She lied to get into the event. And when it was over, she went back to her cheap hotel. I've had witnesses who can account to this. She lied on August Alcina as well, telling people she ran a train on him. Uh, okay. And also lied about having twins. Um, there was a time when she told people she was in a relationship with actor Keith Powers, and she edited Luke James's Wikipedia page to say that they were in a relationship. Uh, she met some dude named John Connor in the industry and got his name tatted on her the next day. Um, and on Monday, she was on Facebook begging for money. So the Fameless, uh, not only did they just say that she did all this, they had the receipts and they decided to provide all those receipts um, on various pages on their Instagram page. So they do have proof that this woman made up stories and sent them to websites such as Baller Alert, tried to send them to the shade room, but the shade room didn't post them. Uh, and they also have her tweeting, I need some money and enjoying my last couple of hours as a regular girl right before she tried to expose Usher for all of that stuff. Um, apparently she also lied about being employed by Def Jam. Uh, for some reason, Tamar Braxton had a reason to speak on this and she went on her Instagram page and said, Tuh. so basically she's saying she want her coochie back. I feel her. Sometimes you do want your coochie back. Don't you wish it came with a receipt? She might be on to something. There is a few, one in particular, I want to get a coochie refund on. This ain't about who she's talking about, but I'm talking about the point. I have no idea with Tamar smoking or what she's talking about. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> so who are we believing? Are we going to believe the famous who says that this girl is a liar? Or are you going to believe Quantasia? 
What you think? I don't believe Quantija or whatever her name is, Tasia. Nobody believes it. I, I honestly don't think she ever met Usher in her life. So you think she's just making it up I because of it. her past transgressions? Uh, yeah. Is that not dangerous, Andre? Is that not dangerous just to take someone for the what they previously did and discuss? Is that, is that what dangerous? What they? I mean, they said they had three women. I'm not. This is not something that like. So for me, when I hear a story, I think about like how believable it is versus not. I wasn't super surprised at the Usher story. I was not super surprised at the R. Kelly story. Um, I was probably the most surprised at like Kevin Hart. Um, not my. Not because. I don't know, not not because cheating on someone is not believable, but it's like it's Kevin Hart. I, so at the very least, I didn't think he would get caught. He seems like a very smart guy. So if I had to think that he did it, I would think he wouldn't get caught. I was just I was surprised at that, but I don't know the Usher situation. I just feel like I don't know. Usher seems mixy emotionally, and usually mixy emotional men lay with women unprotected. So like, why? <laughs> is it not strange though that he hasn't even like? There's been no point where he's come out and denied any of this. Like, that's the smartest thing you've ever done. What exactly is he gonna say? There is nothing green coming out of my private area. <laughs> like, there's nothing he, he could, could say. say. I don't have herpes. Like, he could easily just say I don't and have herpes. Can, but maybe, but maybe he does that. And although this girl clearly is lying, um, the other oh, women who are getting paid by him, I don't. I mean. You're paying them for a reason. So if you don't have herpes, you have something. But as far as this girl, the one thing I, I noticed, a lot of people on social media were saying, like, there's no way Usher would mess with this girl because she's fat, this, that, and the third. She's huge. And then I saw people coming to her defense or whatever, and they were like, you can't say that about her, this, that, and the third. Like, this is still a woman, so forth and so on. And for me, you guys know, I like to be, like, as politically correct as possible. So, like, for me, I just think when people make fun of her for being fat and stuff like that, they're well within their rights. Because, you, and this is the reason why I say that, is because you tried it. You don't get up there and say, like, oh, Usher exposed me to herpes, and then you don't have herpes. You really tried And I don't think he's, you're making fun of fat women, period. You're making fun of her fat because she did it. Like, you're the one that's out there being extra and, like, trying to say this man did something to you. Like, they're not making fun of fat women and saying fat women are not attractive. They're making fun of you because you're, like, you're you're over the top. So, like... So you don't, don't believe it. I don't believe her and I also don't believe that she believes herself. You look <laughs> stupid. <laughs> that was the biggest... I think that was the biggest shock of everything when we found out that she actually didn't have herpes. It was like, so why are you up here suing? Apparently, it she's been exposed, so she needs to be it compensated. It's stupid and pointless thing. Like, why is she on TV? Her, and, uh, and also, um, wait, just to cut you off real quick, Tyler. Also, yeah, of if, course, always do. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> if we're <laughs> on a path of saying that, like, Usher exposed somebody to herpes, earlier today I was watching TV and Usher was on my TV. Does that mean he exposed me to herpes too? Because I, I could use a check at this point. Well, I mean, if you had your genitals I guess up against the television, you might um, have contracted herpes. That's which all you like probably I did, knowing that. That's <laughs> Wrap it up, Dex. <laughs> <laughs> don't go in and protect it. All right. Um, who knows what to believe? I mean, I wish this girl the best, but I just have a funny suspicion that this lying. case isn't going to get anywhere. Uh, moving on. That lawyer sickens me too. You serious? Everything. Will O'Reilly make a difference? Um, this is a little more serious story. Colin Kaepernick um, has been criticized. Notice, notice, notable, notably. Can I not speak today? Notably, by <laughs> Cordell Stewart, former NFL quarterback, uh, former husband to Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams, and alleged um, boyfriend of Andrew Caldwell. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not getting into that. I'm not trying to get sued. On a recent episode of his NFL No Huddle podcast, um, he gave his opinion about Colin Kaepernick saying right now he's not giving himself a chance. I don't think it's the owners. I think it's more or less Colin Kaepernick in my mind. Stay off social media. And when it comes to the political side of everything, you can express yourself. You can do it quietly. I mean, people are looking for former athletes and athletes out there doing something that can be headline news. Do it from a charitable standpoint. Stay low key about it. You don't have to be so loud, especially in this world of politics in the game of football. And a lot of people heard this and they thought and they were like, hmm, does Cordell have a point? And most people came to this conclusion. Kaepernick hasn't said a word in like five months. When was the last time we actually heard Colin Kaepernick say something? So you calling him loud, um, but he hasn't said anything. So 
a lot of people were confused about that. Um, J. Cole also had something to say about Colin Kaepernick not having a job. He was recently performing in Baltimore um, during his tour, and he said, Baltimore, the type of stuff that's happening here, don't you think someone would someone should risk their whole livelihood and their whole life to talk about this stuff? Even if it costs them money, their job, their life. Don't that sound like Colin Kaepernick? Don't that sound like what he's doing? And he's trying to come to Baltimore, the city that seems to need that stuff for real. Um, Colin Kaepernick was also rumored to not be involved, but this whole uh, rally that was going on at the NFL offices was announced today, uh, posted by Spike Lee. Spike Lee said he did not create this. Um, Looks like Cap Alpha Sal was involved in this along with the Justice League NYC. But all of this is going to happen. It's going to be a rally in in front of the NFL headquarters um, in New York City on Wednesday, August 23rd at 5 p.m. Um, and last but not least, the NFL player, Doug Baldwin, um, who once thought that this had nothing to do with Colin Kaepernick's stance, um, on social issues. He has now changed his mind. He said, quote, my original position was that I thought the situation last year with him taking a knee didn't have anything to do with it. After viewing what's going on, I've got to take that back. I definitely think that the league, the owners are trying to send a message of stay between the lines. It's frustrating because you want to have guys who are willing to speak out about the things they believe in whether you agree with it or not, but I think it's definitely playing a role now more so than I thought it was going to. So guys, will a rally that they're rumored to have for Colin Kaepernick next Wednesday, um, sorry, is that next Wednesday? Or the Wednesday after next, on the 23rd, um, will that make a difference for anything? Andre, what do you think? I think one is not a trash quarterback, so I don't think, I don't think that any of this is happening by chance. I don't know exactly how much um, is, is going on as far as him like being a protester and whatnot. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was every reason. You know what I mean? Like what at what point in time does any platform that hasn't stood for uh, black people in solidarity before been like, you know what, we'll designate you to speak. It just doesn't happen. And right. so I think he's disrupting something. He's causing it's like there's too much calls for like people calling for disrespect against like uh, the, the the armed forces and things like that. So I think it has a lot to do with that. And everybody is afraid to agree with him. Um, so I'm not quite sure what's going to happen, but I definitely do think that it's had a, a negative effect on him. And it sucks that it has because it's a platform that shouldn't only be used for football. It should be used for other things. So I don't know. It's not, it's, I'm not surprised at it though. I'm really not. Dex, do you think that the, um, the, the, the rally is going to have an effect? I think he should have voted. Okay. He didn't vote in the election. So he can't have a job if he doesn't vote in the election? He didn't vote in the election. Dex, so, don't be those I'm not going to sit here and defend this man. He didn't, know, bro. he didn't vote in the election. I'm not defending him. I can't do it. It's like, what, 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 what purpose is that going to serve? I don't know. He could have voted. Like you keep saying, like you say, like you're saying, serve? you're saying that there's all these issues within the country, within America, and stuff like that. You want somebody to stand up for you. Like you have a platform. You can you could talk to these people. You could talk to to lawmakers. You could talk to these people. You have you have an open platform for that. You're making headlines. You could have talked to Donald really Trump. Serious. You could have talked to Hillary. They are, you could have done. I was you disappoint me because you went to an HBCU. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're so disappointed. you I was disappointed when he didn't bro. vote. So we're on the same page. Here. But Dex, what does voting? have to do with him not having a job like i don't what do you mean like can you not get a job if you don't vote so for me it's about it's about it's about you have to be involved in politics in order in order to have a job that's what you're telling me well he tried to get himself involved in politics. my issue is my issue is if he never was was kneeling down and stuff like that and making a big fuss like he tried to get himself involved like he wanted to be involved he was fighting for a cause not necessarily politics but then he he decided not to vote and that's where you lose because he felt like no one aligned with what he wanted to do okay and then maybe you should have ran then i don't know what to tell you that you should have voted and for me because he didn't vote i can't sit here and defend him i i do think it's such that he doesn't have a job but i'm not going to sit here and defend this man who i don't think defended me because he should have voted defended you you listen Kaepernick would, would, if he were to have voted, right, he would have voted for a system that does not stand for Dexter or anyone that's, that even looks well, like that. Right? Well, now, when, Dexter, when Dexter, when the important issues Dexter get approached with and by and do not receive justice for years and years and years on end, you tell me what purpose there serves in trying to vote for someone to represent that very system. 
I think that when you speak out and you try to make changes in the world, like things will happen, things will change. I'm a firm believer that change is inevitable. And if Colin Kaepernick really wanted to be respected and he really wanted people to stand behind him, he should have voted. He should have advocated the for it. The best course of change for black people is to vote. I want you to think about this for two seconds before you agree. The best course of action for black people is to vote. Okay. I'm not saying it's the best course of action, but I think if you're going to speak out and you're going to be engaged and you're going to be political about things, that you should take advantage of voting. But if the politics don't do anything for you, they're not benefiting you in any way. I, don't, I disagree with that. Politics created welfare. Politics created, created the projects. They created the school systems yes, that don't talking. educate young black kids. And then when those black kids step in front of judges, they put them in jail for like 30 years. So go vote for what is what I'm trying to figure out. Go vote for someone who is going to align with what you're saying. I get what you're saying that he doesn't. But, like, no, but what I'm saying is how that person then has to go against the system that, that, that isn't for it anyway. I can say whatever I want, Dex. I can literally jump. I can switch bodies with Donald Trump, say and do whatever I wanted to do. And do you know that the platform, the system, none of the bullshit is going to be changed if I was Donald Trump, let alone Colin Kaepernick. So I don't understand why people can't get like why I wouldn't want to go vote. Are you kidding me? It wasn't okay, the same way you say the same way how you say, like, I don't understand why people say that, why I shouldn't vote this in the third. I, I can respect that. I can understand that that's what you don't want to do. But don't try to come out and make political statements and think people are going to. It's not a political statement. It's not a black people shouldn't be statement. shot by police. is not a political. He statement. Absolutely. Yes, it is. He it's absolutely political. made a political statement. Political about it. And I feel like if he would have voted, I could be more like like I could be more sympathetic to him. But he did not vote. So I refuse to this the problem. Police brutality is not a conservative or a liberal issue. That's not a conservative or a liberal issue. Period. So it's not it's not political. Well, we can agree to disagree, but I think he should have voted. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that I feel like I'm sympathetic towards him because he did not vote. He didn't do what he should have done. I'm not asking uh, you to be sympathetic. I'm asking you to be realistic. Well, I don't really, there, feel, I don't really feel like being realistic right now. I, I want, I, I want to be, I want to be realistic in my own term, and I think that he should have voted. Like, let's I just get, think let's get Ty in here. Ty, what's your so take? When you, when you um, voted, right? When you voted, like, how did that make you feel, Dexter? I felt like, did great you about it? myself? I felt like I was doing a great thing for my country. Ty, go ahead. What or like how so? Like, you walk not me Ty, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, as, as interesting as this debate you all are having, um, I'll get back to the original question and say, yes, I do think that a rally would do something um, because it, it symbolizes that people care about this issue. Um, and, and that's always important because it's the fans that make um, football what it is. And so if those people are willing to um, gather around and say, look, this is an issue for us, then I think it could have some effect. Um with regards to voting, um, I think that if you're going to vote, I think you should vote. I do. Um, and I think you should vote in all the elections. And I think what people get confused about is they say, oh, I voted in a presidential election. Nothing happened. Um, what happens is you need to know about the voting in on every single level. Like and you need to be out there voting for every single level. And that way you can't have people getting away with things. The problem is that people all gather around for the presidential election and they ignore the other ones. They don't know who their local anybody is. And that's the problem because there are good people who represent um, your interests who are running for these offices. The problem is that there are only certain people who get out there and vote. Therefore, those people never get through. And, and I don't even uh, think, I don't, I, I don't. That's not the obstacle. That's not the major obstacle though. Right. It, it I don't doesn't think matter what has... a major obstacle. What matters is you need to be along. The, you need to be in the fight along the way um, from every single side. Like you can't just say you can't just say I'm. Well, I don't care what you say. Like you cannot vote. I'm. That's on you. Um, but what I know is that I'm going to make sure that I vote, and I'm going to always encourage people to do that on every single level. But not just the presidential election. Um, I vote in every election, local or everything. Like I know whenever. And who says that Kaepernick up, doesn't do that? I'm mean, not that, saying that he does. I, yeah. I don't care. You yeah, no one knows if Kaepernick that. does. Well, we just know he didn't thing, vote no. for Hillary Trump or, or I mean Hillary Trump, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump. That's I what think, listen, I, 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 I did forget to answer the question. I think the rally will help him as far as the, the political side of it. I just don't think, like, for me, I don't know why people encourage, you would never encourage somebody to keep building a house that had termites in it. You just, not, you just wouldn't do it. 
you would never do it. The school system and the government platforms that we have a nice neighborhood not set up to benefit or protect minorities whatsoever. Or so what's your solution? Say what? What do you think people should do? I think people should start small businesses and build the communities around them so that they can rebuild shit. Right, so if you don't have the, the proper people in place, like none of that stuff is going to happen. Like that's what local elections do. Like getting bank loans, like all those things go around, like all those things connect to each other. Like you can't rebuild. That's why it hasn't been done yet. You can't rebuild a community if you're not paying attention to the small things and the people who are getting in office unopposed because people aren't paying attention to who's going in there. I mean, I understand that you guys may not agree with the method that Colin Kaepernick is taking, I guess, to have his influence be known. But at the end of the day, the guy should still get a job. Like, he's a a good quarterback in the league. Like, this should have nothing to do with him earning a job at a profession that he's already excelled at to the highest I'm personally all for Colin Kaepernick. I'm on his side. Um, I just, just because I agree with somebody doesn't mean I always agree with what they do. So I'm not necessarily siding with Dex. What I'm saying is I think you should vote. I'm also <laughs> saying I think he should be employed. Um, I think that, I, I think that they're, they're trying to, they're blackballing him because he stood up for something that always bothers me. I'm never going to stand behind somebody being blackballed because they stood up for something because I'm going to stand up for whatever it is I believe in no matter what. And I think he should do the same thing. So I think that this rally will show that people agree with Colin Cap, even if they don't agree with what he did. Like some people, they will say the Pledge of Allegiance and wherever else he was protesting. Like that's on them. But I agree that he should be employed, period. This was this was very heated and and a, and a little fun actually. Andre, I don't think we've this since like I can't like believe college. you hit a, hit a nerve like that. Yeah, like, like I, I love it. I you I mean you know me. I bring the best out of people. You know. Oh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Andre, like it was a pleasure having you on the show. Like you got to do this again with us sometime. Tell the people where they can um, find you again. Absolutely, you guys can follow me um, on Instagram. Friday easiest place at Andre Wise A N D R E W Y Z E or humblegenius.org to uh, catch what we have going on. Definitely appreciate you guys. Dex is always guaranteed to get me fired up. So I appreciate you guys, man. Thanks for having me on. No problem, man. Uh, don't forget to block Dexter on all your um, social media. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Have a good night. Yeah, all right, you too. All right, um, so we'll we'll move on with the show. Um, that was the heavy topic of the day. I'm, Dex, why are you so agitating? Like, what's wrong with you? Dex is so proud of himself too. That's what's so <laughs> funny about it. <laughs> Ridiculous. Dex is so proud. Like, whenever someone's angry, like you see it in Dexter's face, like he is just so proud of himself. All right, moving on. Uh, who do you think is a better dad? Um, Probably both lose if they're on this show. <laughs> Uh, first up, we have uh, Lil Boozy, a.k.a. Boozy Badass, um, at Official Boozy IG on Instagram. Uh, he wrote a message to his 14-year-old son. Happy G-Day. Love you, son, with all my heart. Pops, 100. See you tomorrow, 100. Got a money bag for you and a bad B to give you some head. You already know how I do. <laughs> okay, Dad. Tootie Raw, the mixtape, dropping August 1st, just in case okay. you were still interested. Um, uh, clarifying what he did um, on Instagram. He said, really, I was just clowning on Instagram. I ain't going to get him no head, you know. I ain't going to bring him nobody to give him no head. But if you want to get head from a girl, he's 14 years old. I'm cool with it. Effing is popular at 14, 15 years old. That's when they be in heat. From what I know, he done got head before, too. Um, and further clarifying his position, he went on an Instagram page and decided to post this picture that says Super Dad. Um, that was a T-shirt that he decided to purchase and sport for the occasion with the caption. Uh, this is paraphrased caption because the other caption was way too long. And this is already two pages. Uh, everyone in my DM saying I'm a poor father, et cetera. Well, you're wrong about that. I'm there for my kids from the youngest to the oldest. If you don't think kids are sexually active at 14, you better wake up. It's 2017 where I'm from. Girl were pregnant at 13 and 14 on the regular. They had no daddy to talk to them about what some boys, the streets, or STDs, etc. I have a relationship where I can talk to my teenage kids about anything. Most of you women in my DM who are coming for me never had a father figure in your life, never had a bond with your dad, or just don't want to face reality that it's 2017 and kids are sexually active at that age. It's up to us as parents to have sit-downs with our teenagers to learn what they are going through 
in all aspects of their life. You can never be the daddy I am. Tell you hear that? You can never, ever be the daddy <laughs> that boozy badass is. Um, I had shows Thursday to Monday this week, and today it was time for me to take the majority, <laughs> the majority of them to Louisiana. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cackled that he used majority talking about his kids. Uh, it was time for me to take the majority of them back to Louisiana. I'm driving them to Louisiana, having fun with them on our last day together for a couple of months. Mother effers, that's what real daddies do. So that's a real daddy, number one. A little boozy. Um, this guy alive, this similar sentiment, uh, hashtag unfree boozy, uh, was on the timeline. Um, I guess <laughs> saying lock him up. Uh, contestant number two, Future, a.k.a. Navadius, um, whatever his last name is. Uh, this caption on Instagram, Future so annoying, got Sierra and Russell Wilson's son on Snapchat doing hood rat things, take him home. These are the hood rat things that he's doing. He has uh, bundles of money on the bed and two of his children um, are majority of them. <laughs> having playtime with lunch money um, and things like that. Um, so, yeah. So, guys, who is the better father? Is it uh, the guy who gives his kids straight cash on me or is it dirty money to play with so they can get diseases and sick? <laughs> or is it the guy who gives his kids some real um, pleasure, I guess? I don't know. Dex? Well, see, my dad, you know, <laughs> I don't know, because maybe I was raised wrong because my dad never let me play with bundles of, of dollars. And he also never brought any prostitutes to give me a happy birthday either. So, I, I, you know, I guess this one out. Fairly prostitutes. Well, who else is going to be like, who else is going to be told to give oral sex to a 14 year old and willingly do it? I don't know, but I feel like that. But Jason, you know what? I, maybe it was me. Maybe I was raised wrong. Let me turn this question on you. Who do you think is the better dad? Because <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think I think Future is a good dad. Honestly. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds shocking to people. But every time we see Future, he, I mean, he has his kids, and he's always. I guess when he has videos of them and he posts them, I guess he's with them at that point. So it seems like the kid likes being around him. Um, money's a motivating factor, but I guess so is uh, fellatio. I just don't think that it's appropriate to solicit fellatio um, on the internet for your 14-year-old son for his birthday. Or 15, 16, 17-year-old, 18, 19, or 20-year-old. It's After never 18. okay After 18. to be a father trying to get oral sex for your child. Like That's not normal. After 18, it's uh, all there. After okay. 18, you, I don't no, want you... Um, I, don't, you I don't think you should be encouraging um, that behavior in any way. Um, if your children are um, engaging in those things, you should be conversing with them regarding those matters um, and being safe and not encouraging um, being with prostitutes. I don't think that that's uh, something a dad should really do. Um, as far as the, the money and the kids licking on uh, dirty stripper cash, I mean, if that's what you want them to do, then that's on you. But I think you're raising them to have a uh, poor value. So I'm going to go ahead and say they both lose. And um, they need to return the other kid back to Sierra and uh, Russell and whoever kid that other one is, um, come get them. <laughs> Call CPS. <laughs> well, at least don't have to worry about child support. So. That's their child support, I guess. All right. Time for Q&A, Ty. I'm sure he returned that money to where it belonged. Like, that probably doesn't. That's probably, like, a prop. A music <laughs> video prop. And put that right back where you... And, and don't take a dollar out of it. <laughs> yeah, put it back. Um, nobody with real money would do that. Anyway, um, this time for Q&A, where we... Um, where you all engage in the show with us. Jason, would you like to throw those categories up for us? Absolutely. We have uh, four today, but um, I mean, Will's not on to answer one of them. I mean, we finally got a Game of Thrones question. So We got a Game of Thrones question, or we have to take yeah, that one? Bill's, Bill's not here to answer it, so I don't know. Why would he need to be here to answer it? Uh, okay. Well. They ask him specifically? Oh, you didn't send them to me. I don't know what they said. I mean, it's not I doubt specific. anybody asks Will anything specifically. <laughs> So the first one we have, the person is a character. The place is season seven. And the thing is Game of Thrones. Um, the second one, person, boyfriend, the place is home. And the thing is a diet. The third one, person or friends, places my house. And the thing is hosting. The last one, the person is the person who's writing. 
Uh, the place is an art class, and the thing is nude figure modeling. Oh, that sounds interesting. Let's go with those two. Which which two? Game of Thrones and being nude. That's... All right. Well, the first one's probably going to be fast because Dex isn't going to say anything because <laughs> he doesn't watch it. <laughs> All right, Ty. Oh. You are Game of Thrones fans. If you guys had to make a bet, which character is mostly, I'm sorry, most likely to die next? Oh, I have like no idea. Um, Jason, who is that question? Um, okay, so if you're watching this, uh, or now, if you're watching this back from a while ago, like for some reason you're watching this six months from now, um, we're currently on season seven. Episode four just happened. Um, and Khaleesi just came with them dragons and blew up all the Lannisters. Um, so we're going off of that. Who do I think will die next? Uh, I, I know who's going to die next. Who? Khaleesi's going to die next. Nah, she no. almost died the last episode. So I think they're yeah. going to kill her off. So that's why I pick. I don't, I don't think free. they're actually going to kill her off at all. Like, is I that think just because that's the only character you know, Dex? Is that, yes, is that they just said that she is she doing stuff. They don't get her. Like, <laughs> like the books are called Songs of Ice and Fire, and I, I don't think Jon Snow or um, or Khaleesi will die ever. I don't think that it's going to be so. I like. I don't think Sam's going to die because um, he has to tell Jon that you know him and Daenerys are related. So I feel like uh, maybe Jorah. Jorah might die. I think he just got himself healthy, but I feel like he's going to walk into a blade and just die or something like that. Maybe uh-huh. Brienne of Tarth, maybe, in a fight. Let's kill off think- Grey Worm. Is he still alive? Oh, I think they're dead. I think the Unsullied are dead. Um, they're stranded, it's, so. They're stranded, but it doesn't like... I mean, they're dead. You're right. All right, well, um, so yeah. Daenerys can't have killed the rest of the army, remember? So they're pretty much good to go. And so who are you going to go with? The Mountain? Who you got? Cersei? Cersei's not dying. Littlefinger? Littlefinger might die. Littlefinger's uh, not dying. He hasn't done enough. You don't really so know. So no one's going to die. So just no one's going to die. I just don't know who yet. <laughs> Barris, like, I'm going to go with, I'm gonna go with, with, with Grey Worm. Like, who cares about him? Someone has to die because Melisandre, the, the Melisandre, the witch lady, she talked to Varys about dying in this land. So I feel like something's going to happen with him soon. He hasn't really been noticeable. Oh, he's yeah. Gonna Maybe he's going to die. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Um, fourth question. We bored enough people with Game of Thrones talk. I've recently um, been afforded a job as a figure model. Afforded, offered. I'm sorry, offered. <laughs> Whatever. Offered there was no shade. I'm sorry. As a, you done? Know? I was just saying there was no shade there. I didn't. I didn't want you to take it. You're extending this beyond anything that it has to be. Okay. I recently been offered a job as a figure model for an art class, but even before I begin um, to stress about how my naked body will look on paper, I'm aware that this will, will not be okay with my boyfriend. Um, I was asked to be part of a uh, comedy sketch on a network show, and it was quite humorous as I'm sorry, and well-paying. But my boyfriend protested and said sweetly, he didn't want other people oogling me so i turned okay so okay so i turned down the network oh i wouldn't do that um i quit my corporate job because i was overworked and unhappy i've been looking for something less demanding and this would pay the bills and be a part-time gig but i feel guilty for even being interested in it and worse being interested enough to think of doing it without his knowledge am i wrong or is he what would you do? How much do you get paid to sit around nude? Like, is that that pays bills? I didn't. I didn't. It doesn't that. pay very well. It doesn't pay much. Um, I mean, it pays a nice upfront. Have you done it? How, how do you know? No, I know someone who does this. Um, it depends huh? on how often they ask you to do it. Like, it's hard to get a lot of hours doing it. So, oh, so even this is like, you are, like you're a professional nude model, like. Like it's for art classes and stuff. They they pay you like probably like seventeen dollars an hour. But like, how many hours are you sitting there? It depends on how often they want you to come. So it might not pay as much as this person thinks. So they might uh, want to reconsider because if they don't give you the hours, then it doesn't matter that you make seventeen dollars an hour. Dex, do you have actually have a friend who does? This. Well, I have a friend and I know the couple actually, and um, the girl does. You know this. the couple who wrote this thing? No, I know a couple oh. who. 
who like has this a similar situation um where the girl she she does like new modeling and like ty said like she like it depends on what you book like job wise and she doesn't really book like a lot of jobs however the ones that she does book she you know she shows her work on like on social media when i met i met this guy during an internship and like you know how you do internships and people come around or whatever you kind of meet them you follow them on social and stuff like that and like it was it was very odd because we would be just sitting down talking or whatever and then I met her and we and I followed her on social media and then like me and him would just be sitting around talking I'm scrolling through social media and his girlfriend is like there like completely naked and it's for me it's like very awkward so I can only imagine how it is like for him so like I kind of understand like why your boyfriend was like no this is not something that I really want you to be doing because I don't want people to see like my girlfriend in this light I think if you're going to take this career serious like you're you can't take your relationship serious because if you're uh, your other if your other half is against this like you can't do it like it's it's it, that's just what it is. You just can't do it if your other half is against it. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to work if he's going to be that much against it. So um, is it really worth it? I don't think so. I mean, but if you're interested in doing it, I mean, he can't stop you. You're not married to him. I mean, if your relationship might not work out. For $200 a week or something like that, I don't think it's worth it. Um, yeah, it's not going to be much money. It's, it's really, more so about the exposure. Like, they do it for the exposure overall. Exposure to what? Like, you know, the more people that see it, the more gays and stuff that they'll book. So, like, you like you start up getting, like, a low amount, but you could get more depending on, like, what But specifically, she's a figure for an art class. So, yeah. like, you work for just that those people, and it, it's, like, not that much money. Mm. I mean, that's an interesting industry. All right. Um, did you want to do one more, or are we good? I think we're good. We have time for another one. You want to do another one? Do we? Because we have more show to do. All right, we'll do that. It looks short. Which one? Boyfriend home diet. Or yeah. Uh, my boyfriend has sorry. My boyfriend has a pound of a seven of a seven year old snack soda, et cetera, snacks all day and has gained fifteen pounds. I exercise five times a week for his and my benefit and I feel cheated. How do I get him to get in shape? You can't. Next. <laughs> I feel like you should just say something. I feel like 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 for me, like if I'm like trying to exercise and stuff like that and like my other half is not doing it, it's kind of like I, I would feel the same way she feels. Like I do slightly feel cheated. You feel all you want. Like until somebody wants to do it for themselves. But, and, and But I do feel like if she's well within her rights to say something like, you know, like you can't just like eat this stuff all the time. Like, you know, you're gaining weight. Like we're getting older. Like let's work out together. Like come up with solutions. Like don't try to just come at him and be like, well, I work out five times a week. Like you, you can't do that. But I do think you should like point it out that, that that's an issue for you. You can nag him all you want. It's not going to happen. You it's not nagging. Nag. You're actually pointing out. Um, like, um, you can do anything you want, but unless he wants to do it, it's not going to happen. And also stop buying this stuff too. Like if it's not in the house, he probably wouldn't eat it as much. Not that he can't buy it himself. Why, I was like, why wouldn't he just go get it himself? But I'm, I just feel like if you guys make a conscious effort together, like it'll be okay. Like you, you can get rid of that problem. I think you should talk to him about it, but it's like you, it, it, nothing can make someone. How long they've been together? Um, nothing can make someone else get in shape. Like it's just not going to happen. Like that person, like getting in shape is so much work that that person is going to have to want to do that. Like you're not going to be able to force them into it. Even if you have conversation with them every day, like they should know how you feel about the situation and you can have that conversation. Um, but just tell me you don't think they're sexy anymore. Um, that might work. Do that. But also you be careful though, when you have this conversation though, because you seem pretty judgmental. Like you seem <laughs> like when you say that they have a palate of a seven year old, like that's not nice. Like you just, the way I you're mean, they're eating bagel bites and go like all day. You, like the I way get it. I get what you're saying, but like, you're coming across like you have a palate of a certain role and I work out. Like it's like, yeah, very, like it comes across very judgmental. Like, so that's why I use the word nagging because it seems like you would be nagging someone um, just by the way you phrase your words. And it's just, I, my advice is to just continue to work out yourself. Um, 15 pounds isn't, well, that is a lot of weight to gain, but um, yeah, that's on them. <laughs> Well, they feel cheated, so something's got to get. I don't think you should feel cheated because you're working out for yourself. You're not doing it for him. You're doing it for you, and hopefully, um, unless you are, they're not married, are they? No, but okay, I mean, well, you should be doing it for you. Well, she wants to make him, I guess, happy too. So. Yeah, well, 
For more Q&A questions, uh, submit yours, BoardTalkLive.com. Click on the little link up top of the page that says questions. Time for Jizzit time. We're going to play a game called Case Dismiss. These are um, three celebrity cases that are pending in court. I mean, I want to let you, I want you to tell me should the cases be dismissed or um, should the cases proceed as scheduled. Um, one was Charlemagne the God. He issued a legal letter, Rolling Stone magazine, because they had a headline on their magazine saying Janet Mock on Charlemagne the God's transphobic comments. Um, he said that was defamatory. Um, and he said that the headline insinuated that he was making the jokes about trans women when it was comedian Little Duval who made the comments in the first place. Rolling Stone has since changed the headline to Janet Mock Speaks Out following Charlemagne the God's controversial morning show. But that wasn't enough. Charlemagne still said that he wanted the story retracted. Um, and so Rolling Stone uh, did retract the story and they released a statement saying that they mischaracterized Charlemagne's position in its original search headline conflating comments by little Duval, a guest on his show with his own. We sincerely apologize for the error. Um, and Charlemagne um, had a little statement here that said that, you know, he never thought this or anything like that. And it was basically little Duval. Um, he said, uh, the breakfast club will continue to do what it always does. And that's provides a platform for the voiceless um world stone has decided to retract the story so should uh charlemagne should this case be dismissed since rolling stone retracted the story or should charlemagne still um sue for defamation they retracted the story the case is dismissed if they didn't do it then yeah i would but they retracted the story so move on dex um i think that he should keep this case going because you know what like if he would have said something about rolling stones and they went to sue him even if he apologized they would they would still keep it going Get your money. Get you some smoke and get your money from them. Keep it going. <laughs> All right. Uh, one staying, one going. Uh, radio host David you have Mueller. To take her out the court. Yes, uh, got to go. Take her okay. to the cleaners. He was at a morning show. Take he was a morning show call. host. And he um, went to Taylor Swift's concert in Denver. He was backstage with his girlfriend who was pictured here when they met Taylor Swift. Um, they posed for a photo and then left. But later, Taylor's bodyguard confronted Miller with the allegation that he had reached under her dress and grabbed her butt. Miller's attorney argues that Miller might have been misidentified with someone else, touched Taylor Swift. Here goes the picture. You can see where his hand is. It does look awfully close um, to her posterior. Um, but whatever uh, he said, he's suing uh, Taylor Swift saying that he was falsely accused and that she should have called police instead of st- telling his bosses who fired him after the encounter back in 2013. He is seeking three million dollars in damages. Um, Taylor Swift is counter suing, claiming sexual assault, setting up a civil trial where she's expected to testify. Um, opening statements are expected to begin Tuesday and the case could last up to two weeks. Taylor Swift, for her part in this case, she's suing for $1 um, because she just wants him held accountable and responsible and hope that that serves as an example to other women who may resist reliving similar outrageous and humiliating acts. So she's doing this not for the money, but for the principle. Um, should both of these guys drop it or should the case go on? Baloney, take Taylor Swift to the cleaner. You know what? I, I think she should increase what she's suing him for. And the reason I say this is because, sir, you know you touched that girl's butt. You know you did it. And like, no, it's one of those no, things, you like, can't just say he did it. You don't know what he did. Okay, well, look well, at the hand position. You want it doesn't matter. As a matter of fact, she's probably using that as a, as a, oh look at look at his hand. That's you know what the hell he was doing. Uh, it's not evidence. You why is your hands that low anyway? Like you shouldn't have put your hands that low. It's definitely below her back. And, and, the, and the thing is, what I love about this is that he tried himself. He's just like this girl that tried to sue Usher. You tried yourself. You tried to come out there and get money from this girl and because you lost your job or whatever. And now she's going to go ahead and counter sue you because you played. Like you said, she should have and could have went to the to the police. You could have went to jail over this, but she decided to spare you and just let you lose your <laughs> job. Now she's going to take you to court. And I, I'm here for it. I think she should and, do it. I think I should, she's going to make you write a check for one dollar. Uh, well, she's crazy for only doing the one dollar because I would have counted him for three million dollars. I, mean, I don't understand how he's going to defend this. I mean, it, it clearly looks like his hand is on her butt. He's reaching for his wife's butt. <laughs> so his hand is in the air. I his, hand is in, his hand is in motion, and they captured it when it was right behind her butt. So then they they're using that as an excuse to try to defame this guy. 
All right. Um, so we're going to take both of them to court. Right, cool. LeVar Burton, founder of Reading Rainbow, one of Ty's favorite shows as a child, right, Ty? Yes. Well, not founder, I should say, uh, host of Reading Rainbow. Um, he's being sued by the owners of the Reading Rainbow uh, because he continues to say this phrase, you don't have to take my word for it, on his podcast um, that is called LeVar Burton Reads. Now, according to the lawsuit, they are suing for copyright infringement, conversion, cyber squatting, violations, breach of contract, and interference with customer relations, and they seek profits from his podcast, LeVar Burton Reads, which he did describe as a Reading Rainbow for adults. Guys, should Reading Rainbow leave him alone and let him just have his phrase? They also said he did um, try to have negotiations with Netflix over getting episodes on Netflix without their consent. Um, so should should they drop this case? Should they just let him have the phrase or what? Leave that man alone. <laughs> Y'all made so much money off him all these years by him, like, you know, doing your show or whatever. Now he wants to take a little bit of it. Leave this damn, damn man alone. Let him make make that money. Like, come on. If he violated the contract, then he needs to own that. Come on. Like, and, um, it, says, it says don't take my word for it. He says you don't have to take my word from it. That's a little different. Just saying. Again, if he violated the contract, um, then unfortunately he's going to have to pay up. It is what it is. <laughs> Okay, Judge. So you can grab all over Taylor Swift's um, butt, but you can't say the wrong word. I don't believe Taylor Swift, so there's that. Oh, you're so nasty. <laughs> this contract is probably um, written in stone. Therefore, if he violated, he needs to pay. Sorry. All right. So that was case dismissed. Um, it is now time for Dex's BS report. Dex is right, reporting right. BS all day. <laughs> Y'all over me today. Everybody hates me today. I, you know, you know this what I like though. So, um, so there's a lot of interesting things going on right now. And if you guys are in the New York area, specifically Harlem, and you're looking for butt injections, just be very careful where you do it. There's a doctor in New York City currently who just got busted for giving um fake butt injections to young women. I, I don't want to make anybody feel uncomfortable or anything like that but if you're ever in a situation where you're getting butt injections and the doctor is having you wait inside of a dunkin donuts as the waiting room there's probably a problem there and you really shouldn't let this man perform butt injections on you so what happened was the man was having the girls go to dunkin donuts and then he would have a nurse come over and escort them over to his apartment and then yeah. he would perform <laughs> they skirting him up with um jelly donut filling <laughs> <laughs> they actually don't know what he was putting inside of them but Probably it was cement. like Nice. There was a young woman who um, passed away from this, and her family is now trying to sue Jason. This actually goes hand in hand with the with the um, the Jizzle doctor just gave. No, you guys don't have a case. If she was, God rest her soul, if she was dumb enough to go to a Dunkin' Donuts to sit there for a man to give her butt injections, with Bavarian cream, um, you absolutely have a case. He should have been doing that. What the hell are you talking about? You absolutely have a case. Sue his ass. What are you talking about? Anyway, um, if you guys are in this are in the, the, the wedding realm, if you guys are preparing for weddings, this is like wedding seasons. I have a couple to attend like this month. Super excited for those. Not my pockets, but everything else. I'm super excited about it. So there is a new trend going on at weddings called weed weddings. So if you would like to have a weed wedding, so basically what they do, a lot of people are 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 opting to do this now. So what they do, you can hire you a bud tender to serve your guests other serve your guests um edible treats and bud bouquets. Um it's a big trend that's happening right now. So if you guys are interested in a weed wedding instead of like alcohol, just get you some weed there. It's out there for you. And lastly, can we still book this for um weddings that are happening this Friday? In Philadelphia, I don't know. We might have to get approval from the venue, possibly even the bride and groom. I don't know. We don't need their permission. <laughs> and now the last story of the day. It's another wedding related story. Sorry, but there in Tennessee, there is a bride and a groom who got into it over the groom texting his ex girlfriend at the at the couple's reception. What happened next kind of surprises you. The bride pulled out a shotgun and started to shoot it at her groom. Uh, oh. She was arrested, unfortunately, in her wedding dress. The only thing I have to say is if you're beefing at somebody's wedding, please keep it at the wedding. Don't bring it to the reception. And that's for the week. All right. Thanks, Dex, for the wedding themed uh, event. Um, do you have any seats, Ty? Or, or do you have on your wedding week um, um, any seats to be had? Actually, 
Um, no, I don't. Um, I think people are doing what they need to do and everything is going according to plan. We'll see what happens. What are you most scared I about? Am, I am replacing a groomsman though. Um, that's it. Are you taking applications or what's going on with that? I'm looking for someone else to replace um, one of my former friends, uh, Dexter Stucky. What did I do? <laughs> I said, you know, it's funny. I'm like, I know three that have been doing their part. The other ones, I don't know. But I didn't think me. <laughs> uh, Dexter has fallen out of favor. He's been on social media talking trash. Um, he's been making little shots and, uh, you know, he's fired. So I'm seating Dexter. I have been to be an extra, right? <laughs> and Dexter, Dexter has definitely fallen out of favor. And it started when I gave him a compliment. And it always happens to me. If I compliment someone, they, they start acting stupid. <laughs> like literally Ty told me I was being like the most well-behaved groomsman. And then ever <laughs> since then, I just been doing whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I have a quick seat. I just want to give a seat out to Gabrielle Union. So like right now, like it's a big thing, like natural hair and all that stuff is really big. But Gabrielle Union, who's made her career wearing weaves and stuff like that, all of a sudden now thinks it's necessary for her to come out with a natural hairline. Like, Gabby, like sit down. You do not have to capitalize on everything that comes like comes in your face or whatever. Like you wear your weaves. Let people who don't wear weaves capitalize. And not that not that there's any issues with wearing weaves, but I'm just saying like if you're wearing these weaves and stuff like that, like you're not the person that we're looking at for natural hair care. Yeah, I think maybe just recently I saw Gabrielle with natural hair for the first time. So. Because she's trying to push this line. Um, my seat's going to go to the Republicans. Um, <laughs> they have hired uh, this girl that they had on their Facebook live broadcast of Trump TV um, to be their national spokesman for the Republican National Committee. Um, this is random girl. Her name is Kaylee McAney. She used to be a, a like a talking head on CNN. Um, and she quit that to do this thing, this Facebook live propaganda feed with Donald Trump. And they liked her enough that now she's going to be the spokesperson for the entire um, party. For all the Republican propaganda. Yeah. So she's kind of like um, a more annoying version of, what was that girl's name? Tommy Lauren. Tammy. Tammy. Yeah. Tammy. Tammy Lauren. I thought that was Tommy Lauren. Her name is Tammy Lauren. Definitely Tommy Lauren. It's definitely Tamla. I would know better than you would know. I think it's Tamla. <laughs> Tamla. <laughs> Speaking of her, really quickly off topic, like I, like over the weekend, I realized like every time she tweets, like I get super annoyed, right? And like something clicked to me that was just like, like so you know, you can stop this. You can unfollow her. And I unfollow her. And I just felt so much better after that. Why I didn't, didn't you follow, follow her in the first place? Why are you I don't know why it didn't click to me that I can just unfollow this girl and I won't have to see her tweets anymore. <laughs> like, and then I did it. <laughs> I can't believe you were following her in the first place. It's very You know, I've been going through my phases. Yeah. Trump fan. <laughs> All right. Um, do you guys have any further comments to say for the show? Anything you want to t- tell Bill or something like that? Because he's watching. Ooh. Uh, okay I guess we don't know that person anymore Um, but let's give you the final words of encouragement this has always been a three person show do I know anything different nope you're absolutely right don't forget like um, whatever post that you're on right now subscribe to our channels various channels tell a friend about the show so that they can watch and enjoy it Um, and also sorry just to cut you off, but like shout out to everyone who's watching, obviously, but also shout out to Shakima who's getting, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, getting married like next week. Congratulations. And also oh. like shout out to Andre Wise. Thank you for coming on to the show today. And a major shout out to the Unspoken Citizen podcast. Like I listen to this podcast all day long today and I love it. You guys have to check it out. Unspoken Citizen. All righty. Um, thank you. Uh, Bill, uh, we miss you. Thanks for watching. He just said to hell with y'all too. So uh, we wish you the best in your future endeavors. Um, Ty, party's coming to you. (laughs) Party's coming to you on um, on Thursday. Uh, This might be the last time you see him, guys. So wish him wish him the best. Bachelor party's gonna be lit. Right. (laughs) Look at Dex's devious smile. All right. uh, For Ty, for Dex, uh, my name is Jason and for Andre. um, This has been another edition of Bro Talk Live. We will see you guys 
a couple of weeks because we're not going to be here next week. But the week after that, um, we will be back with guest April Ryan. So stay tuned for that. Bro Talk Live, always on the mark.